Hi, my name's Clayton, and you're listening to the Isaiah 43 podcast, where we explore how God has formed us, redeemed us, and how He calls us today. Each week, we will journey through Scripture to understand all that God has done and what exactly His call is for our lives today. We've arrived at week 13, which could be unlucky or lucky, depending on how you want to look at it. Either way, we are at a Bible study week, and this week there is a topic that has been on my mind for a while, but I sort of just filed away and hadn't thought about it in a while, and then I heard something the other day, and it reminded me of this topic. This week, we're going to talk about the name of Jesus. Now, I'm sure if you listen to any contemporary Christian music today, you've probably heard the song, There is Power in the Name of Jesus. Maybe not, or maybe you have. Either way, you will probably be thinking of this Bible study the next time you hear that song. I can probably guarantee it. Because the name of Jesus does have power. But the problem is, our society seems to have forgotten that. That's no surprise. That's our society. But the problem is more so that Christians have seemed to have forgotten the power in the name of Jesus. And certainly they act like it has no power. But I I don't want to get ahead of myself, so let's say a quick prayer, then dive into our readings and everything we have for the study today. So let us pray. Father in heaven, we glorify you, we praise you, we thank you for all that you've done. We thank you for your word which you've provided for us, the infallible word that you have given us to read today. We pray that you will open our hearts, open our minds, so that we may receive you and the knowledge that you have to share with us. We thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross and rose again for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, today we're going to be reading from the book of Galatians. We'll be reading Galatians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. And this week we'll be reading from the NIV, or New International Version of the Bible. I think that's just the best translation for the readings that we have today. Now, your Bible translation, there's nothing wrong with it, but I just thought the NIV would help demonstrate the uh, topic a little bit, make it a little bit more clear, is what I'm trying to say. So anyways, Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11, from the New International Version or NIV translation. Alright, so let's dive in. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross." Therefore God exalted him to the highest place, and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. All right, so we're not breaking every verse down. This, unfortunately, is not a sermon or a lecture where we have the time to do that because there's so much here. There's there's so many things to dive into. Um, 
what is Paul? Paul's quoting a, a, an early hymn here. Uh, it's very likely. All that sorts of stuff. There's just so much. But there's an important point we have to hit. And, and that's what we're going to spend our time on rather than do a, a deep dive into each verse. And that point is Jesus's name. And like I said, so much to break down there, so much of why Jesus' name is powerful and everything. But we've only got a certain amount of time we can study today. So I really want to focus on these last three verses. I'm going to read them again because like I said, they are what these three verses are what I really want to hit on today. And I'm going to read them again. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Okay. It is at the name of Jesus that every knee will bow in both heaven and earth. We seem to focus on those two aspects, those two places, when we talk about Jesus. For whatever reason, Christians today have this mindset where we only focus on that every knee will bow to Christ in heaven and on earth, but we forget that last part. Because at verse 10, verse 10 ends with, and under the earth. So it's not just heaven and earth that every knee will eventually bow to Christ, but even that under the earth. So something that this actually made me think of is a long time ago, someone I admired greatly, uh, I, I overheard one of their conversations. And I was a young kid then, and truthfully, my faith was not the first thing on my mind like it should have been. But I was young and impressionable, and they said something to someone they were talking to, and it always stood out to me. I never forgot it, even though I was, I was probably only like 11 or 12 years old. I was very young. But they said this point. They said that it's not just going to be every knee shall bow on heaven and earth, but rather even Satan himself will have to submit and bow before the Lord Jesus Christ. Every tongue will have to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That means every human being who has ever existed and will, who has ever existed and who will ever exist will confess Christ is Lord. And so will de- the devil and all of his demons, Uncle Screwtape and all of his underlings. And for many people, this will be too little, too late. They waited until it was too late to acknowledge Christ as Lord. But ultimately, at the very end of their lives, they have to. You know, in a, in a way, and I wasn't going to talk about this, but in a, in, a, in a way, this reminds me of another story that I heard one time. And I'll just tell it very briefly. There's much more to it. But I remember this story I heard once about Joseph Stalin, the former dictator. Actually, my bad. It was Karl Marx. Karl Marx. Um, Or maybe it was Stalin. It was somebody. I don't remember. One of those famous communist leaders. Regardless, their whole life they hated God. Their whole life they vowed to destroy Christianity. They vowed to destroy... Um, everything related to faith. And on their deathbed, all they said, they never said, they never said a word. And they had pretty much been comatose in their last days. But regardless, the very last second, they sat up, shook their fist at heaven, 
and fell down, dead. In their last moments, they understood that God existed, and they still hated him to the very end. But ultimately, they had to recognize that Christ is Lord, and they had to answer for that. But again, that's not a topic I really wanted to bring up, the, the, the fact that the communist leader died like that. That wasn't my intention. That's obviously why I couldn't remember the name. But what I really wanted to focus on is that there is power in the name of Jesus. And we forget this in today's society. And like I said at the very beginning, it's not just today's society. Although they're typically the ones who, uh, who use the Lord's name so flippantly. But Christians do it too. There are at least self-proclaiming Christians well, will use the name of Jesus so flippantly. And Jesus even affirms the power of his name in the Gospels. So we know that his name isn't just something to be played around with. This is the Lord's name. You must not use this in vain. God warns very strictly against that. Our society and the Christians and the people around us may say Jesus' name and never mean it seriously. Again, even non-believers will say the name of the Lord when they don't even believe in him. And ironically, I guess, sometimes they they don't even believe Jesus existed at all, and they'll still say his name. But I have to tell you that if you hear people saying the name of the Lord, and they're not meaning it in a serious way, then you should use that as an opportunity to share with them the gospel in some way. Perhaps when they say Jesus, then you should, without hesitation, jump back with, died for your sins, or follow up with, loves you. I remember I once I saw a video where Tim Tebow hit a golf ball, and a man sitting nearby said the Lord's name. And Tim, Tim Tebow didn't even think twice before saying, he loves you. But there's such a severity in saying that name. It is a holy and righteous and powerful name. It is the name that casts out demons and heals the sick, saves the sinner, and ultimately rules over all of creation. He is the one who was and is and is to come. And until that day, may the Lord bless you and keep you.